Welcome to Take Another Five, your weekly podcast on a bit of this and a bit of that. Hosted by Donna J. Jodhan. Hello there, I'm Donna Jill Jodhan, and welcome to my weekly podcast, Take Another Five. You know, we enjoy bringing this podcast to you as much as we believe that you enjoy listening to it based on your feedback, your suggestions, and your comments. And we'd like to thank you for stopping by every week to listen to us. You know, there's nothing better than being able to enjoy what you do for a living. And I certainly enjoy doing what I'm doing for a living. So again, folks, thank you so much for stopping by to listen to Take Another Five. Like I said, my name is Donna Jill Jodhan, and I live in Toronto, Canada, the far white north. I am an author, blogger, audio mystery writer, entrepreneur, advocate, and law student. I produce Take Another Five every week because I believe that We are able to bring you information that can help you to cut corners, information that will help you in a time crunch, and information that you can use to help you relax, recharge, and allow your imagination to roam and wonder. So what is Take Another Five all about? Well, Take Another Five consists of five specific segments. First, we have the Kitchen Corner, where we present you with two very yummy recipes each week. Recipes that you can use to help you whenever your family calls upon you for something new. Recipes that you can use to satisfy their insatiable appetites. So whenever they say, Mom, we're hungry, or your spouse says, well, where's dinner? You have an answer for them. Segment two has to do with Take Another Five with technology, and it's all about bringing you information on well-known apps that you can use during the day for anything, anything from reading to fetching information on the latest and greatest news, whether it's politics, religion, entertainment for that matter, or anything else. Then we come to the five minutes mystery. And this is all about presenting you with mysteries that I personally have written and recorded in my own voice. Mysteries that you can use to help you recharge and regurgitate as you sit at your kitchen table with a lovely cup of tea or coffee. Or if you're sitting back on your couch in your living room just wanting to do nothing for a few minutes. Then we come to segment four, which is in the end zone with the entrepreneur. 
And in this segment, I use my experience as an entrepreneur to share some very great tips with you. And in turn, you can share them with your friends and family, those who are already entrepreneurs or those who wish to become entrepreneurs or thinking about it. Segment five is the last segment of Take Another Five. And in this segment, we talk to you about staying ahead of bullies and scams. It's all about being able to stay out of the clutches of those hackers and scammers and helping you to build awareness on bullying, which is a very, very irritating and fast-growing problem in our society. And if we wish to protect the future of our children, we need to pay more attention to this. Okay, it is time for me to thank my producer and marketer, those two gentlemen behind the scenes who work so diligently to ensure that Take Another Five comes your way every week. And first we have our producer, Mike Giacello, C-I-A-R-C-I-E-L-L-O. Mike lives and works in Montreal, has a wealth of musical experience. He teaches, he composes, he creates. He puts together all kinds of courses and podcasts such as mine. And you can reach Mike at m underscore dsmusic at bell.net. That's m underscore dsmusic at bell.net. You can reach Mike at 514-827-9092. And another Mike, Mike Babcock, my very committed and dedicated marketer who I thoroughly enjoy working with because Mike is always thinking far ahead as to what we could do to improve our podcast and to reach more people. You can reach Mike at http colon slash slash www.yourownpay.com and what Mike does is that he coaches blind and small business owners with building their businesses online and automating the tasks that they do not want to do for themselves. And one of those is me. Good enough. Let's go to the question of the day. And we have been encouraging people to send in their very own questions in addition to us giving you questions. But for this week, we have a question from someone in St. Louis, Missouri. And here is their question. What is your favorite snack of the day? Mm -mm -mm. It could be a healthy snack like granola bars. It could be a fruit. It could be some cut up vegetables all smothered in a delicious healthy dip. It could be cheese and crackers. It could be anything. Tell us what your favorite snack of the day is. Write to us. Give it to us. And we'll share it with you. 
Well, we will share it with our listeners. We won't necessarily say your name, but we'll say what city you're from, and we'll tell listeners what your favorite snack is. Right. <clears throat> Let's go to the wrap-up for the mystery from last week. And, you know something? It is always good to do a little recap of what was the mystery of last week. The mystery from last week was called Crime Scene in the Casino, or Crime in the Casino. And it all had to do with Andrew Peterson being murdered. And there were three suspects named, okay? One was a judge, one was a doctor, and one was an associate of poor old Andrew Peterson went to the casino that night to enjoy a night out, but was unfortunately killed. If you'd like to know more details, you need to go back to last week, last week's podcast and have a listen. But for now, we're going to tell you who did it. And we somehow missed the boat on this one. This was a one-person job. And the killer had done it for somewhat different reasons. The killer was not the ones that we had named as suspects, but Sparkles. She had heard about Andrew's successes with the Carter, Oakley and Stephen McKenzie cases. She had followed those these cases very, very carefully and had learned about Andrew's successes. She had developed her own strategy to get some money. She first, she had befriended Jay Bryden and learned quite a bit about Andrew's habits. And she knew that Andrew had loved going to the casinos and had formulated her plan around this. She had visited both Carter Oakley, the judge, and Dr. Stephen McKenzie, and had offered to kill in in return for large sums of money. Both men had agreed, and had each paid her half of the agreed sum. She did not tell them how or when she was going to do it. She had also approached Jay, but he had flat out wanted nothing to do with it. Jay, as a matter of fact, had never wanted to kill Andrew, contrary to what others had been thinking. Jay had loved working with Andrew, and killing him was furthest from his mind. He had never thought that Sparkles was serious about doing it. So there you are, folks. Good old Sparkles is the one who killed Andrew Peterson. Well, we hope that you at least were in the right direction, but don't worry about it. You can purchase this mystery along with any other of my mysteries by going to www.donnajodhen.com and visit our online store. You can download any of the three samples that are up there to get a flavor for what my mysteries are all about.
And you can also join our monthly subscription library at a very affordable price. And there you will get unlimited access to limitless downloads and numbers of mysteries. All right. It is time for us to move on to segment one. And we'll catch you on the other side. Welcome to my kitchen corner. Hi, it's Donna Jill Chodhan, and welcome to segment one of our podcast, Take Another Five. And it's time for us to enter the kitchen and get cooking. But before we do this, we'd like to thank our good friend, Melanie Mama Peach, for having shared her recipe so generously with us. Mama Peach has a vast library of all kinds of recipes which she shares. And I'm totally grateful to Mama for having done this because were it not for Mama, I would not be able to share these recipes for you or with you. So, are you a mom looking to cut corners when it comes to time? Are you a mum who is constantly under pressure from her family to produce new and tantalizing recipes? Or are you a professional who doesn't have that much time to cook and are always looking for quick fixes to make sure that they stay healthy and hung not, not being hungry? Or are you, the, are you someone who wants to improve your cooking skills or your creative cooking and you're always on the hunt for new recipes? Well, Kitchen Corner may just be for you. And so, we have two yummy recipes for you this week. The first recipe comes from the Low-Fat Cookbook. Appetizers is what I'm going to be talking about for our first recipe, and it's California dip. Two cups of fat-free cottage cheese, one tablespoon of lemon juice, two tablespoons of skim milk, one envelope of onion soup mix, now you mix your cottage cheese and your lemon juice in a blender, add your skim milk and place in a bowl and stir in soup mix. Chill before serving. Sh chill before serving. Serve with fresh vegetables. This is a very healthy recipe. Per tablespoon Calories are 10.11. Total fat is 0 0.10 mg. Saturated fat is 0 0.04 grams. Sodium is 94 mg. Protein is 1.50 grams. 
carbohydrates is 0.78 grams. Cholesterol is 0.59 mg. Fiber is 0.11 g. So you see, it's a very, very healthy dip for you to try. Great for the kids, great for a party platter. Okay, let's go into our second recipe, which is family favorites. And it's braised beef brisket. Mm -mm -mm. Right, two tablespoons of olive oil, one beef brisket, three to four pounds, salt and black pepper, five cloves of garlic minced, one large yellow onion diced, two pounds of Yukon gold potatoes cut into three quarter inch cubes, one pound of parsnips cut into one quarter inch slices, one pound of carrots cut into one quarter inch slices, one cup of dry red wine, one cup of beef broth, one quarter cup of tomato paste, one teaspoon of dried thyme, one teaspoon of dried rosemary, two whole, two whole bay leaves, and now you heat your oil in a skillet over medium heat. Season your brisket with salt and pepper. Brown bis brisket with garlic and onion, about two to three minutes per side. Transfer to your crock pot and add your remaining ingredients. Stir well to combine. Cover and cook on low for five and a half to seven hours. For five and a half to seven and a half hours or on high for three and a half to five and a half hours or until the meat is cooked through and tender. Remove and discard your baileys before slicing and serving. This makes six servings. Doesn't this sound mm -mm -mm delicious? Good for a very cold day too, eh? So there you have it, folks. Two great recipes for this week. You have a California dip and you have a beef brisket recipe. Enjoy these recipes and tantalize your families or yourselves with them. Great. Time for us to move on to segment two and we'll catch you on the other side. Time to take another five with technology. Hi there, it's Donna Jill Jodhan and welcome to segment two of Take Another Five. 
and this segment is called Take Another Five with Technology. You know, so many of us take technology for granted, but there's some of us who are a bit intimidated by technology or very uncertain as to how to interact with technology. And why is this? Probably it's because there are so many things to learn about, so many things to discover and explore, so many different devices for us to choose from. And we're not sure which app goes with which I device and how to use it. And then we have trouble finding people who are going to sit down with us and tell us how to use it. So, if you're such a busy person, just barely staying ahead of the game every day with your chores at home, with your chores at work, and you're looking for ways to keep up with technology and even stay ahead of technology, this segment is for you. Right. Let's start off with a very nifty little app that I have been trying, and it's called the Dropbox app. Okay. I met this wonderful app in late 2014, and ever since then, I have been using it to capture such things as precious moments, record memos and notes, and so much more. I can definitely tell you that the Dropbox app should be a part of your daily life. This app works with Dropbox. Okay, and Dropbox is a free service that you can use to share folders with others and among computers, devices, and with friends. So if you put Dropbox on your computer, you can certainly share what you do on your computer with what you do on your iPhone or your iPad. So, for example, when you do something on your computer and you put it into Dropbox, it will automatically sync with your iDevice. And presto, when you go to your iDevice and you go searching for a certain file, you will find it. This is what Dropbox is all about. Dropbox and this is spelled D-R-O-P-V-O-X, allows you to record a message and puts it into a specific folder that you can access this from any of your iDevices where you have set up Dropbox. There are two buttons for you to be aware of. These are the Begin Recording button and the Settings button. The first time that you launch Dropbox, you will need to go into Settings to set up your login information for Dropbox. So when you go into Settings, you will just enter your username and your password. Other settings include automatically starting recording on launch, continue recording in background, 
or locked and play sound at the start and end of recording. I will tell you that I have the play sound at the start and end of recording. I do not record automatically on launch. What I do is when I go into the drop Vox app and I go to the record button, I tap on it, I begin recording. When I'm done, I tap again, recording is done. And then the recording is automatically uploaded to my Dropbox folder on my iDevice and on my computer. But as I said, you first have to install Dropbox. Give this app a try. It's free for the taking. Just go to your App Store and download it. Okay, so that's it for this great little app, and I hope you go out there and make friends with it as soon as you can. Again, it is available at the App Store, and you can do the downloading through your iDevice. Right, let's talk about the pen friend. If you have not already been introduced to this nifty little gadget, then here is your opportunity. Meet this very affordable and very useful little gadget. It was developed by the Royal National Institute of the Blind, RNIB of Britain. It is shaped like a large pen and has a very nice speaker that enables you to hear what you are doing. The Pen Friend enables you to label things using specifically adapted tiny labels. The instructions can be accessed on the card that comes with a really that comes with the Pen Friend and it is a really nifty little way to produce instructions. This is how the pen friend works. When you turn on your pen friend, you hear some very delightful sounds, and then you know that pen friend is ready to go to work. Place pen friend on one of those special labels that comes with your pen. Then press the record button. Give a short audio description of what you want the label to describe. Press a button to end the recording. Now you are ready to complete the task by taking your label and placing it on wherever you want it to be. It can be on a can, tin, box, file folder, or whatever you choose. You can go back to what you have just labeled and using your pen friend you can tell what you have just done. Turn on pen friend and voila! With the press of a button pen friend will tell you what your label says, what you have just recorded in your own this is indeed a neat little gadget and is extremely affordable 
and you can find this gadget at such places at www.maxiaids.com that's www.maxiaids.com and www.independentlivingaids.com so go out there and make pens with make friends with the pen friend and you're probably wondering well who could this most benefit and I would say it benefits anyone who has low vision or one who is totally blind. Or it can benefit you if you have sight as well. I mean, yes, you'll be able to see the labels, but it's just another way for you to know what your labels are. So tell your friends about this thing and um, encourage those with low vision and those with no vision to go out there and make fen friends with the pen friend. Good enough. It is time now for us to move on to segment three, and we'll catch you on the other side. Hi there, it's Donna Jill Jodhan, and I'm stopping by with some terrific and fantastic news that we would like to share with you. Yes, indeed, it's all about our podcast, Take Another Five, and Season Two. Uh-huh, Season Two <clears throat> is going to be launched in early March, and we're calling this our springtime launch. And it is thanks to your feedback, your suggestions, and your comments that this is all happening. Our weekly features are going to include helping you to save time, pop problems, and cut corners. It's all about presenting you with time savers, problem poppers, and corner cutters. Yes, indeed, you will be able to use our weekly features to help you stay ahead of the game and cope with a very busy world that is getting even busier as time goes on. Aha! Uh -huh. This is what I want to share with you. And there's even more. Because Take Another Five, Season 2, is going to include some fantastic and fabulous offers that we are certain you will not be able to refuse. It's all about giving you the opportunity to take advantage of bonuses, subscriptions, plus a heck of a lot more. So stay tuned, listeners, and you won't be disappointed. We thank you and wish you a terrific day. Hi again, it's Donna Jill Jodhan and welcome to segment three of our podcast, Take Another Five. And it's time for the five minutes mystery. And if you're sitting at your kitchen table, just enjoying a cup of steam.
steaming hot coffee or hot tea or even some hot chocolate and just looking for a way to relax while you catch your breath? Why not listen to this mystery that we have for you this week? Or if you're laying back on your couch and you're having a little snooze and just looking for some thing to listen to, tired of listening to what's on the TV or, you know, just want to take a break from your radio, why not listen to this mystery, which I love to call audio comfort food. Right, let's get into this. And this is called the Fireside Filets. It's available at www.donnajodhan.com at our online store. And here's a description. Father Todd Bleachman has come to visit his friends, Judge Carl Dash and his lovely wife, Judge Alexis Carriere. Father Todd had been invited over to dinner to discuss a very important matter, that being a growing rift between Judge Carl and his wife, Judge Alexis. What Father Todd discovers upon entering the home is totally unexpected and he has to take action immediately. Here's what the scene of the crime looks like. It is an early fall evening. The trees are already bathed in bright reds and oranges and some piles of dried leaves are neatly stacked away from the fireside. The sun has already set and the night air is a bit cool and damp. Judge Carl Dash has been found lying close to his outdoor fireside and his two dogs are lying close by and are barely alive. Judge Carl Dash is dead. <clears throat> There is a table set for six plates, glasses, and cutlery are on the table. Freshly cooked vegetables and potatoes and macaroni salads and green salads are piled on a nearby table. And another close by table is piled with appetizers and fruit and platters of covered dish uncovered dishes of steak and chicken fillets are stacked on a large table close to the fireside several ice buckets sit under this table and they contain bottles of both red and white wine four people are seated on chairs close to the fireside, and they are all being questioned. The judge's wife, Judge Alexis Carrier, has also been found dead in the upstairs bathroom of the couple's handsome home. 
she has been found lying face down in the bathtub. My goodness, this is not looking very good. So, what could the motives be? Someone did not want Judge Carl Dash to be appointed to the Supreme Court, nor did they want Judge Alexis to be Carrier to be appointed. Ay, 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 ay. So, who could the suspects be? One was Judge Maxwell Kong. He had hated Judge Alexis Carrier because she had sent his brother to prison. And then there was Judge C.J. Clark. He had wanted Judge Carl dead because of what Judge Carl knew. What was the cause of death? Judge Carl Dash had died from poisoned meat. His death was instantaneous. Judge Alexis Carrier had died from electrocution. My goodness! And her death was also instantaneous. Judges Dash and Carrier had invited their guests to dine with them that evening. They had invited Father Todd to dinner to see if he could help to find a solution to the present uproar among the four judges. All four judges were being evaluated for appointment to the Supreme Court, but only one judge would be chosen. All four judges had wanted this appointment very badly, very, very badly. But each of these judges had had skeletons in their closets. And some of these skeletons were known, while others were still in hiding. Each judge had had something on the other. And it had gotten to the point where Judge Carl's marriage with Judge Alexis was in big trouble. Father Todd was hoping to try and help this group to avoid open warfare. Judge Alexis was getting ready to file for a divorce because she had recently learned of her husband's infidelities over the past five years. She had confronted him with her info, but he had denied it all. Judge Alexis had, had hired a private detective to follow her husband and had gotten the goods on him. She was determined at all costs to block him from being chosen for the Supreme Court. Judge C.J. did not want Judge Carl to be chosen either because he was afraid that Judge Carl would use his position to come after him. Judge Carl knew that Judge C.J. was in the pocket of some high-profile mafia person and that Judge C.J. had pulled strings over the years to have some big-wig mafia bosses 
acquitted. <coughs> Judge C.J. had been instructed by the Mafia to get rid of Judge Carl, and if he did not, he and his family would be killed. Judge Carl was determined to stop his wife from being chosen because he did not want her to be above him in the court system, nor did he want a messy divorce. And he had reckoned that the only way to stop her would be to kill her. Judge Maxwell had also wanted to stop Judge Alexis because he had wanted payback as well. Because Judge Alexis had sentenced his brother to a long prison term a few years ago because of a high-profile software piracy case. Judge Alexis had also had evidence that Judge Maxwell had been involved with his brother and he knew that it was only a matter of time before she exposed him. He had wanted her dead. But both Judges C.J. and Judge Maxwell had, had offered to cook the meat and had ended up doing it together. Judge Maxwell had cooked the chicken fillets and Judge Filet had sorry, and, and Judge C.G. had cooked the steak fillets. Everyone knew that Judge Carl had loved to sample the meat before eating it and that he had loved to feed a bit to his dogs as well. He always sampled the meat first, then the chicken afterwards. Judge Alexis had taken her time getting ready for her dinner guests that evening. She had first decided to take a nice long bath, had brought her favorite bottle of bubble bath to the tub, and after having filled the tub, she had then stepped in and then poured some of the bubble bath into the water. Then she had reached out to place the bottle in the soap dish. The electrocution that took place had jolted her face down into the face down into the tub of water. When Father Todd had arrived, he was just in time to witness a horrible scene. He watched dumbfounded as Judge Carl had collapsed close to the side of the fire, or close to the fireside. Then, as he recovered from his shock, he had noticed the two dogs lying close by, both fighting for air. Judges C.J. and Maxwell did not see at first, as they were strolling together among the trees. But when Father Todd had shouted for their attention, they came running, and Judge Maxwell had called 911. The sixth place setting at the table 
was for Judge Alexis's sister, who would be arriving a bit late from an overseas trip. A few days before that fateful evening, <clears throat> a hydro van had pulled up to the judge's home, and a uniformed electrician had rung the doorbell. He had told the butler that he was there to do a routine inspection of all of the fuse boxes and electrical outlets in the home. The butler had not suspected anything, as the electrician had told him that Judge Carl had requested his company to do a routine check because of some recent problems with the fuse boxes. Hmm. This is a very interesting mystery, and I'm telling you, when I wrote this mystery, I had lots and lots of fun doing it. And I hope you have lots of fun trying to solve it. It's one of my favorite mysteries as well. So there you go. Off you go. And um, we will give you some additional information when just before we sign off for this week. Right then, it's time to go on to segment four, and we'll catch you on the other side. In the End Zone with the Entrepreneur Hi again, it's Donna Jill Jodhan, and welcome to segment four of our weekly podcast, Take Another Five. And this is usually a much shorter segment, but it's a very informative segment that gives tips to anyone who is an entrepreneur or one who wants to become one or thinking of becoming one. I have been an entrepreneur since year 2000 and I've seen so many changes take place over the years. From the days when we had to advertise using business cards, flyers and brochures and doing it by word of mouth and going from door to door and today we have the internet, we have social media and we use all these in conjunction with what we started out with and of course there's the good old TV and radio. <clears throat> so without much more ado, here is my tip for this week. Can a volunteer venture be turned into an inter kind of volunteer entrepreneurship venture. Let me try again. Can a volunteer venture be turned into an entrepreneurship initiative? Definitely and absolutely. Oftentimes, entrepreneurship is generated through volunteer opportunities. Here are some examples. You can volunteer to do dog walking and soon enough the person that you're doing it for would hire you. You can volunteer to do pet sitting and this too can be turned into an entrepreneurship venture. You volunteer to do house sitting and before you know it you're doing it for a living. For a, as an entrepreneur, 
You can volunteer to do help do the gardening and the same thing happens. You volunteer to do renovations and before you know it, you're a top-notch renovator. You quickly discussion, discover that you have a passion when you start out this way. And trust me when I tell you that passion is one thing that drives entrepreneurship. Yes, so in answer to the question, can a volunteer venture be turned into an entrepreneurship initiative? The answer is yes. And I dare say this is how I started out. I loved writing. I loved doing um, user testing for websites to ensure that they are accessible for all persons, especially those with disabilities. I started out as a volunteer, and soon enough, it was turned into an entrepreneurship venture. So just go out there and give it a try. Right then, it's time to move on to segment five. My goodness, we're getting there, and we'll catch you on the other side. Help us beat the bullies and the scams. Hey, it's Donna Jill Jordan, and guess what? We're up to segment five of our weekly podcast, Take Another Five. And in this segment, we talk about staying ahead of bullies and scams. It's all about scam alerts and helping you to stay out of the clutches of hackers and scammers. Do that and your life will be a lot, lot happier. So, let's go to the first part of our segment. And it's all about scam alerts. And for this week, we want to tell you to be aware of those phone calls from research companies. Most of the time, these calls may be legitimate, but you've got to be aware and you've got to be on your game to ensure that you do not fall victim to those calls that may be illegitimate. If you, you know, if any of the following questions are asked, Simply hang up and go about your business. If they ask you for your first and last name, your date of birth, your social security number, or in short, any question asking for personal or financial details, just hang up. Okay? You've got to be on your game. You got to ask them, you know, how do you know that they are from these research company they say that they're from? And it's only intuition that would guide you with this. But like I said, if they start asking you any of these questions, don't care what it is, don't, you know, like you, the information I just outlined, personal and financial details, first and last name, date of birth, social security number, hey, Hang up right away, okay? 
right then, let's go to part two of segment five. And it's all about building awareness about bullying. And if you want to know more about my particular campaign, you could go to www.donnajohnhen.com and visit my page on bullying. Keep your hands and voices down. Each time you raise your hand in response to something that has been said or done, it is bullying. Each time you raise your hand in preparation to do physical harm to another, it is bullying. Each time you raise your hand in an angry gesture, it is also bullying. The same could be said whenever you raise your voice. As soon as you raise your voice in anger toward someone else, it is bullying. It is bullying, sorry. As soon as you raise your voice in the action of shouting, it is also bullying. Believe it or not, more often than not, we engage in bullying tactics and gestures related to bullying without even thinking about it or realizing it. And then guess what? Whenever our kids see us engaging in these types of actions, they naturally, naturally believe that this is normal behavior and they soon start to follow our actions and then the real problem starts. We need to take more responsibility for how we use our hands and voices when interacting with others. We need to take better control of our hands and voices. We should be using our hands and voices to promote more positive interaction. We need to start pulling up our socks and coming up with ways to help our children. No more excuses and no more putting it off. Please visit my page at www.donnajodhen.com Join my campaign against bullying. It's called CAB, and help our society to cleanse itself of bullies and bullying. Right then, it's time for the wrap-up, and we'll catch you on the other side. Hi there, it's Donna Jill Jodhan, and I'm stopping by with some terrific and fantastic news that we would like to share with you. Yes, indeed, it's all about our podcast, Take Another Five, and Season Two. Uh-huh, Season Two <clears throat> is going to be launched in early March, and we're calling this our springtime launch. And it is thanks to your feedback, your suggestions, and your comments that this is all happening. 
our weekly features are going to include helping you to save time, pop problems, and cut corners. It's all about presenting you with time savers, problem poppers, and corner cutters. Yes, indeed, you will be able to use our weekly features to help you stay ahead of the game and cope with a very busy world that is getting even busier as time goes on. Aha! Uh -huh. This is what I want to share with you. And there's even more. Because Take Another Five, Season 2, is going to include some fantastic and fabulous offers that we are certain you will not be able to refuse. It's all about giving you the opportunity to take advantage of bonuses, subscriptions, plus a heck of a lot more. So stay tuned, listeners, and you won't be disappointed. We thank you and wish you a terrific day. Hey, it's Donna Jill Jodhan, and we've come to the end of our weekly podcast, Take Another Five. Another week is in the books, another podcast is almost over, and we can't leave until we've taken care of some business. That business being, we need to give you some additional facts to help you solve this week's mystery. And we hope that these revelations can help you. So, here are some additional facts to help you for this week's mystery. The fireside feel is. And we'll tell you that two different killers committed these two crimes. No, it was not a plot. Any of the other judges could have had a chance to have done it. Any of the other judges could have sent the Hydro-Man. Judge Carr could have been the most likely candidate. Someone with enough knowledge of the Fuders box could have instructed the Hydro-Man. So, there you go, folks. Off you go, and hopefully you can solve this mystery, and we look forward to hearing who you think did it. When we come back next week, you know, <coughs> you can send your feedback to us at info at sterlingcreations.ca and tell us who you think did it. All right, we want to wish you a happy rest of the day, a happy rest of the week. Don't work too hard. Just go out there and enjoy what you do, whether it's for a living, whether it's for your family, whether it's for yourself. You can follow us on Twitter at Accessible World and at author underline Jodhan or you can like us on Facebook at Donna Jodhan or author Donna Jodhan. Folks, keep the winds at your back. Keep a song in your heart. And as Casey Kaysen says, keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars. You be good and we'll catch you next week.
Bye for now. Thank you for having taken another five. We wish you a fantastic day.